We are joined in this segment by Todd Meisch, the CEO of the Illinois Chamber and Co- Chamber of Commerce. Todd, good morning to you. And first of all, wow, some some um, some amazingly bad economic news that we expected from the second quarter. Unbelievable uh, growth down thirty five percent in some places. Some places say it's only nine percent. I don't know, but what, either way, it's, it's down it's significantly. Bad. Yeah, it's ugly. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. The the Biggest number on record. Wow. Uh, there's no way to sugarcoat that. 32.9% is what uh, the number we're looking at. Uh, decrease in gross domestic product. Uh, that's really the equivalent of a third of our economy just uh, evaporating uh, in one quarter. And now some of that's going to snap back, I think. Uh, I certainly hope. But the reason we came out and made a pretty aggressive statement is that policymakers have got a really got to wake up. We've got to grab them by the lapels a little bit and shake them and say, uh, this is really, really serious and uh, you've got to address it uh, here. We've never seen uh, the level of government um, interdiction, uh, I guess is one way to put it, uh, in the United States as we've seen in the past four months. Um of course, there's going to be uh, whenever news is uh, of some kind of illness that's going around and it's an unknown illness and there's a lot of research and study into it. Uh, that's going to impact naturally the economy. Uh, as people see the news, they may not want to go out as much. Uh, but how how impactful was that government's introduction into the economy and putting in um, restrictions and, uh, uh, you know, limiting, uh, you know, essentially closing certain businesses while others stayed open. How impactful was that, you think, to that uh, nearly 33% economic decline? I think we're going to know a lot more about this uh, a year, two years from now. Uh, there needs to be almost like forensic uh, economic analysis of what uh, government decisions were made and, and what uh, you know was going to happen anyway. So uh, I don't think I've got a really good answer for you. Just, and I'm not sure that anybody else does. Uh, I'm not sure that the Federal Reserve has a good feel for exactly uh, how much of it. There's no doubt, though, that uh, two things. Yes, people did alter their behavior, uh, meaning not wanting to go out, not wanting to spend time in restaurants. But there's no doubt that shutting down almost the entire hospitality industry uh, by government edict had a huge part to play uh, in that cratering of the uh, national economy. Talking with Todd Meisch, CEO of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Todd, when I talked with you a few days ago, uh, you'd laid out uh, kind of a series of crises um, that we're facing in all of this. And one of them was, of course, the crises of this unknown virus. Uh, and then uh, you kind of laid out uh, uh, three other crises. Can you kind of uh, just give us a, uh, the elevator uh, take on, on on what what your thoughts are there? Sure, I think that the and it's just kind of a, how things are unfolding and what as we talk to our colleagues across the nation, crises that have yet to materialize quite yet here in Illinois, but we know they're coming. First is the public health crisis, which is, of course, responding to uh, COVID-19 and keeping people safe. But then what we've also seen as of yesterday, the economic crisis, 32.9% decrease in uh, GDP, uh, unprecedented, 
unprecedented. But then we've got two other crises that we're unfortunately we're going to have to deal with. The first, the next in line is the liability crisis. Now, Mitch McConnell and Senate Republicans are determined to go ahead and address that. But every single employer out there could face years of litigation uh, from a very, very rabid uh, trial bar uh, that says, hey, uh, you didn't do enough or you should have done something a little differently and, and really kind of pin the blame on employers uh, for individuals that perhaps uh, got there, um, uh, uh, got uh, infected at work or not. Uh, but we don't know, but we know that the employer is going to be seen as the deep pocket, so they're going to get sued. And finally, we've got the fiscal crisis for state and local governments, uh, who knows what the budget deficit is really going to end up being when you crater the economy by a third, uh, who knows what the real impact on state and local finances is going to be. Uh, we're waiting for the real number, and we may not know for a good six months, nine months. Um, yeah, so it's uh, definitely uh, something we're going to be, like you said, taking a deep forensic look into all of this. Todd Meis with the Illinois Chamber of Commerce joins us. Uh, and Todd, uh, let's talk about uh, the statement the chamber put out yesterday. Uh, what do you want uh, elected officials at the state house uh, to do, and maybe even the governor with whatever executive authority he may have, um, with a couple of big things that are coming up on the calendar, one in November and one in January? Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, we've got um, four proposals that we reiterated yesterday. We've been talking about it for quite a while. And again, let me just tell you, from, you know, it's, this isn't all about the governor. Uh, he actually deserves high marks, I believe, for leadership stepping up and responding to the public health um, crisis that nobody's had to do before. So actually, I believe that government has performed really pretty well to the first crisis because nobody's had to do this for 100 years. Uh, so I think actually the governor and, and his team deserve some high marks on leadership. Where it starts to fall off, though, is that we needed to evolve. Our strategy needed to evolve as we've gone farther into this, and we saw 1.4 million Illinoisans file for first-time unemployment claims. That should have evolved their strategy to put more emphasis on the economy, and it hasn't really. So we've called for four things. Um, the first is that the unemployment, or, I'm sorry, the uh, minimum wage uh, increase that went into effect uh, July 1st, you've got potentially thousands of small businesses that are never going to reopen again, especially once those PPP loans uh, run out. Uh, they may just shut their doors forever. And the fact that you increase labor costs at the same time, demand has been cut by 50% or even 75%. Uh, that's a recipe for just economic disaster. Second is the progressive income tax that's on the ballot in November. We've got to go ahead and pull that back. Uh, that's going to uh, punish job creators, again, small businesses, medium-sized businesses uh, that are going to pay that higher income tax. We've got to pull back that. It's a terrible idea, period, but especially in this time period. Uh, and then we also want to go ahead and have just a Something that should be really, really easy to do uh, and should have happened uh, months ago, and that is just a regulatory review uh, of all the things that we could do to help small businesses in particular uh, have a lower regulatory.
regulatory burden, cut through some red tape. Then finally, there's legislation out there that's going to raise everyone's energy costs. It's called CJA, the Clean Energy Jobs Act. We don't like that name um, because we don't think it's very descriptive, uh, but it's going to raise everybody's energy costs. And uh, it's pushed by Exelon, uh, and uh, it could, could be uh, on the table. Yeah. Perfect segue into what I wanted to ask you about here in the last 60 seconds we have. So if you could give us a concise answer, how do we address the corruption at the state house and its impacts on taxpayers and businesses? Well, the first thing I always say is that, wait a minute, didn't we have laws in place that were already broken? So what you often see is a knee-jerk reaction from legislators to say, oh, let's go ahead and pass new laws um, to go ahead and react to the fact that the existing laws were just broken. Uh, and what that means is that law-abiding citizens and businesses then get roped into even more bureaucracy or more at risk. So I'm not sure that the legislative response is there um, is the right response. If they broke existing laws, enforce the laws. I would say more robust enforcement of current laws out of the attorney general's office, that's the right response, not creating more laws that law-abiding people now have to deal with. Todd, that's um, all the time we've go got. We, we heard it clear. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Todd Meisch, Illinois Chamber of Commerce CEO.